Hey folks, I'm Karthik. Hey, this is Shreeni. Welcome to Tech and Leadership Stories, also known as TLS. We'll have a series of conversations with leaders from the tech industry where you will hear exciting stories about their professional journey. And along the way, learn from their journey and get inspired. All right, let's jump in. Hey everyone, uh, this is Shreeni here. I have Karthik with me as my co-host and we're delighted to welcome Sham Sundar Nagarajan. Who is the founder and CEO of Go Floaters? Uh, welcome, Sham. Hey, hi guys. Uh, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be talking to you guys and and through you to a bunch of other people. Uh, I've known Sham for a few years now. Right, Sham has uh, has worked with me in Cognizant and uh, he's been a director there and moved on from there to become an entrepreneur. As uh, he's a CEO and founder of uh, Go Floaters which is uh, doing extremely well and has been featured in Forbes, uh, you know, in uh, your story, Entrepreneur India and many other places, right? They are uh, uh, growing at a very rapid pace. And right now, currently they are in 12 cities and uh, with uh, 1,200, around 1,200 plus uh, space partners. So Sham, uh, you know, for those people who have not heard about uh, Go Floaters, do you want to introduce and kick it off briefly? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very sure that every person who's listening to this has not heard about GoFloaters. So I'll take all the opportunity to introduce uh, GoFloaters to everyone. So basically, GoFloaters is a, a new way of uh, working, right? Uh, uh, we wanted to kind of reimagine a workspace paradigm or an office paradigm for a distributed world, right? A world where talent is distributed, a world where uh, people uh, are not co-located uh, like 24 by 7, right? 365 days a year, they're not co-located, they work from different parts of the world, right? Um, and that's a world that we believed in way back in 2017, right? And, and we wanted to build a platform that would let people, uh, let an individual or a team to be productive wherever, whenever they wanted. Where office or the, or the commodity of an office becomes a service, right? It doesn't become an asset or liability. It's not a place that you go go to every day religiously, spend one and a half hours, uh, right, uh, getting a scratch on your car here and there, and, and uh, lugging yourself around and coming back home half dead. Uh, we imagined a world where you could actually walk to walk to your workplace, or cycle to your workplace, and uh, come back home equally alive uh, uh, as you as you left the left your home towards the space. Right. That's basically what we wanted to kind of build. And this was three years back. Uh, the vision still stays true. Um, and uh, COVID has just accelerated our entire uh, uh, process, right? So now we were imagining a futuristic world, which is like five years away or 10 years away where uh, people are remote. But here, here we are all remote on Zoom calls taking this uh, video. So, and uh, people who are listening are, again, I'm 99% sure that you're taking, you're going to be, see this video from your home, comforts your home or uh, not your office for sure, right? So that's basically what we do. Uh, like Srini, you said, uh, uh, it's a, it's on the tap office. So you need a you need a space to work or you need a space to meet somebody. Uh, go to our app. Go to our website. GoFloaters is the name of the app. GoFloaters again is the name of the website. Go there, make a booking, use the space, pay for it. That's it, right? And 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 no, no, you don't need to come back again ever. Uh, no commitments, no contracts, nothing. Right? That's basically what we do. Awesome, Sham. Sham uh, you know, thanks for that uh, uh, intro. And and uh, as, as Srini mentioned, we are uh, super excited and super privileged to have you 
know, talk to you uh, as well. Uh, uh, you know, kind of to get to a little bit more about about your thought process around you know entrepreneurship, technology, and related stories around it, right? So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Sham, uh, I I was kind of going through some of your uh, stories as well, and and this journey of yours is or this this the Go Floaters as a company has kind of evolved. based on some challenges that you personally went through right i mean you had another startup and then yeah. you were trying to find out space and obviously uh, all of us know when we try to meet others just sitting in a restaurant and you know paying shelling out money to you know just eat and drink to meet somebody right, right? it's it's, it's mm-hmm. so you actually lived through the problem and it's you come up with a solution uh having gone through that right so that's that's pretty interesting i thought um, see again uh, that's that's one of the things that i uh, i i would uh, uh kind of say this to the audience that's listening in right um basically i mean you you kind of uh, i mean they say that i i don't believe in this adage that says opportunity knocks once right i think the opportunity is there everywhere uh whether you are conscious enough to open the door for it is, is basically the question right a right. uh, lot of times you are kind of uh, you are kind of your head is already glued and fixated on something that you you think is interesting to you right. and you shut yourself to everything else that's happening around you right and uh, for you your uh, like uh, your world vision is biased i mean extremely to your version of uh, what you want to kind of do in the world uh, and with that um, you kind of shut yourself to other opportunities right so it's those times when you actually kind of get your get yourself outside of those your world view is when you actually notice all those opportunities right so for me go floaters i mean like you said i didn't start out to do this as my first startup in fact i was so passionately uh, uh, involved in my first startup that i uh was not out was not coming out of it for like for nine months i was kind of into that right uh just when you kind of take a pause and look at hey what is bothering yourself right what is bothering you and then new new kind of new uh, opportunity kind of comes out from that you you have been a core uh, shamrit you have been a core tech techy you know majority majority out of a career right and right, uh, right, right. all of us know uh, at least one uh, you know uh, techy out there who has this solid idea but very rarely those ideas never see reality right or never see uh, fruition in term of a, in term of a business uh, so uh, could you tell us a little bit about your transition from a technologist to an entrepreneur and and uh, how does one go about taking an idea to a reality um see again uh, while i would call myself a technologist which is by and large true uh, i would love to be called one uh, but uh, what i actually pride in myself is like i'm more of a solution guy than than a technologist at heart right so mm. for me the solution to the problem can kind of matters the most than the technology that i use to solve the problem right so and in, in fact i i keep uh, a lot of people come to me today right and ask me hey what technology do i, do I choose uh, my first answer to them do you do you even need a technology right, right? Yeah. Uh, can it can this not be solved uh, in in different other ways right um, but they say hey this is not scalable right i said okay fine great it is not scalable but do you have a scale problem now that you have to worry about technology right you have zero customers right so why are you why are you even talking about scale and automation and blah 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 right so all these are great for corporates and all these are great for funded startups right but but you as a uh, um, startup it's just starting out uh, uh, and this is something that uh, consciously or subconsciously uh, i was more interested in the business side of the uh, equation than the technology side of the solution right yeah. uh, i always try to ask those five whys to get to hey why is why are we even doing this right uh yeah i mean so my company infosys or cognizant got awarded a contract but what is the what is the underlying problem that the that the company that is contracting it worked to us is trying to solve um and this question kind of kept bothering me in the earlier days i did, i couldn't get a probable and proper answer uh but i made it a point to kind of 
performed those roles in my career that got me some glimpse of those answers so in fact from being a technologist i can kind of completely switched gears and to become a business analyst for two years right mm. uh, and i kind of went to the client's place and sat there next to other business analysts and other uh, other business counterparts of mine and became a part of the business team of 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 a credit card company right uh, so this gave me a lot of opportunity to appreciate uh, like simon sinek says the why of the problem right why why are you even doing something right and that's the most important uh, question to actually be answered right and it's the first question to be answered until you figure, have not figured out the right answer for that question it's it's a uh, it doesn't make sense for you to kind of start answering the rest of the other questions that you have to kind of do to do that right so that's so my first point is like um, for any technologists out there who has entrepreneurial aspirations um, don't get fixated on the technology or your prowess with what you could do with technology right so technology is like a tool right i mean you you might be the best sportsman out there right but if you don't know why why you are fighting for or what what you actually want to do with with that, with that tool it's, it's, it's of you know, very little use right and entrepreneurship uh, uh, and i've done this learning learning by mistakes right entrepreneurship is like a lot more than a, a product that you build right mm. uh, a product that you build is probably uh, uh, like if i take an analogy it's the it's icing on the cake right but the, the cake itself has to be there right the business mm. uh, business problem has to be clearly uh, laid out and clearly uh, identified uh, there has to be a, a, like they say product market fit or problem uh, fit has to be there right mm-hmm. uh, then you approach it in the right way with uh, like for the financial model behind the business model behind it um, the uh, the uh, operations that you kind of weave around it uh, and finally comes the technology that is is, is a tool that re- takes your idea to the your consumer base right um, it's it's just a, it's just a messaging medium between you as an entrepreneur and your technology or your user base right so that's that's the last thing that i would want to solve so i think my transition has also been that way right so i've kind of been um, Uh, a technologist but then i try to understand this the side of the problem mm-hmm. and uh, and look at technology as the last uh, 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 how do i say trump card that i pick up to kind of solve that problem right uh, uh, that that's that would be my uh, suggestion and and i made this mistake even in spite of knowing this in spite of kind of telling you that i i wanted to always understand the business side of things i i ended up making the same mistake in my first startup right and probably one of the reasons why uh, that startup did not take off the way it should have ideally right is because again uh, uh, as an entrepreneur when you get into entrepreneurship right you are faced with like hundreds of things that you don't know right mm-hmm. and your safe harbor is something that you know which is technology for me right i know technology mm-hmm. but i don't know hundreds of things right so you are uh, automatically you are you are kind of drawn to something that you know right i mean you let's say the 10 doors and you know what one door does for you right and it's uh, nine other doors you obviously take the door uh, that you are more familiar with and you know what's out, what's waiting for you outside the door you you'll obviously take that door right uh, Uh, so that's what i did right i ended up spending way longer time in kind of figuring out the technology solution to the problem than understanding the problem itself and the consumers that that i thought were facing the problem uh, so that's that's that would be my first, i mean biggest uh, learning from my first startup that uh, uh, get get to the problem get to the crux of it understand the customers who who face the problem understand their perspective their uh, perceived value of the solution that you are giving right because you might perceive the value to be x whereas their their perceived value could be like completely different right and that's why a lot of startups fail right you think hey i've got the best uh, like uh, the best thing that man mankind has ever found right but but the other person does not think that way yeah mm-hmm. i have a follow up question on that uh, yeah. um, i think uh, you talked about success of uh, a startup right and one of the things that you have done 
really well is to pivot right be it moving on from a stable job to uh, you know start the entrepreneurship or after you have started to see if you can uh, you know get on to another idea that can that really kind of you know solves a particular problem right and uh, you know you made some really good pivots right okay talk talk about uh, you know uh, any stories about why did you make those pivots and what what should somebody consider in your uh, view yeah, it's, a, it's a difficult question shrini to say right because you you don't you don't get up get up in the morning saying that i'm going to pivot today right so uh, yeah. you, you don't know right uh, right so like with many things right like with uh, like with life uh, like with personal life a lot of things uh, sometimes you feel right uh, it's a, for a tech, for a technology person listening to this conversation will say a technology is always finite right it's either this or that so if then else means it's either true or not true right so what yeah. is in between, you don't know the in between things right but that's entrepreneurship actually you are you are actually in 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 a, in a uh, you're in a spectrum of things that you you don't know what's actually really happening right and what's the right foot forward that you can keep right uh, but like i said earlier into my first uh, uh, after the introduction is like is to kind of keep your mind open right uh, is to kind of not be fixated on what you kind of started right so so mm. basically if you look at if you if you kind of peel the peel the uh, layers of what i've done uh, at the end of the day uh, what i've what my first startup the if you again go the synex and simon synex way of answering the why uh, my first startup and my second startup the why is not very different right um yeah. i part of it is still very very similar in the sense that i want to help uh, small and medium businesses right uh, who uh, who uh, uh, with 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 my first startup was uh, helping them with uh, uh, resilience from risks through uh providing them with insurance right and, and again i'm an insurance guy you know that's really more than yeah. uh, anything so uh, i mean that was a natural choice for me right here i know technology i know insurance it's like i have i have potato i have onion what can i make from it right so uh, so that's that's you start that's how you start right but then as i kept kept uh, doing uh, things the way it was uh, god i mean uh, uh, it's a blessing that i kept my mind still open right um, and every every technologist uh, that i know of is a hacker at heart right you kind of mm-hmm. hack a solution uh, to a problem that you kind of see right mm-hmm. you you might i mean for it works for you that's all that's all you don't you don't you don't i mean you could hack up uh, uh, like two devices to take kind of talk to each other or you can write a core piece of code to integrate application a and application b it works right you are happy that it works right so that heart hacker at heart is what actually helped me to take those pivots right going through my first startup uh, my own personal problem Uh, of not being able to be uh, in a productive state uh, wherever i went right across the city of chennai uh, kind of kept bothering me right i was living with a problem at one point in time i i refused to live with a problem right uh, and i want to hack a solution for that right hey like because uh, you kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again and this is something uh, again a technologist does quite often right you keep you keep some, you keep doing something same over and over again uh, you want to automate it right if it's if it's a, if it's like copy pasting from excel to excel right you figure out a google script or you figure out a macro to do something right uh, you automate or you automate it right you don't you refuse to live with that manual work right similarly i kind of at point some point i refused to kind of live with the problem and said hey i'm going to solve it right i'm going to hack it right i'm going to come up with a hack and um, it took me some time and it took me a lot of uh, well minded uh, colleagues and fellow entrepreneurs to actually make me realize that the hack is actually a separate business altogether right mm. uh, from mm. coming from smb short to go floaters right because what happened is like um, 
uh, I, I had this hack. I, I had partnered with three cafes across Chennai, uh, South Chennai, uh, Center of Chennai, and North Chennai. So I would go to these cafes and said, hey, I will come in. I'll not order your food, but I'll pay you a token amount. You let me in, sit, uh, let me uh, keep seated here, and I'll access your Wi-Fi and do that. I'll pay you some money for it, but don't make me order your food or coffee, right? That's the last thing that I this want. This is for your, this is for your existing business, right? Okay, yeah. yeah, this is how GoFundMe started is what I'm kind of, the, the, the origins of it, right? So then uh, I, this, I had this hack for myself. Then I told a few friends that, hey, this is the hack that I do, right? This is, this is what I do, right? And I, again, as technologists, you, you kind of are proud of your hack, right? You kind of tell that around. <laughs> and uh, friends said, hey, let me into this hack, right? I also want to use this, right? Slowly but steadily, there's, there's a group of people who are using my hack. And uh, at some point in time, one of my friends, fellow entrepreneurs called Rajan, he said, you should be doing this full time, right? Why, why, why are you not doing this full time, right? So for me, it took me an external influence or external word of encouragement uh, for me to kind of make my biggest pivot that I've done in my entrepreneurial journey so far, right? And ever since uh, it has been, like today, we are, we are doing another pivot coming out of COVID, right? Uh, the pandemic yeah. has like, changed the, our, our uh, version of the world, right? I mean, uh, beyond repair, right? I mean, uh, you're not going back to the previous world, right? You're going to a yeah. version X.0 of the new world, right? And uh, we are again pivoting. The only thing is like, uh, not be, if you just fixate, fixate yourself to the, to the problem and not to the solution, uh, the pivot, pivot presents itself to you, right? And you, you, yeah. are, you can see that pivot. You can see that this is the next logical thing for you to do. But the moment you kind of fixate it more to the idea and not to the problem that you're trying to solve is when yeah. pivots don't naturally happen. Love the problem. Right, not Love the problem, right? Love the problem. Uh, uh, idea is is just the it's just a, a means to solve it, right? So it's it's just give just that value to the idea, right? And ideas are dime a dozen, right? I mean, uh, mm. uh, I think over we overrate ideas, right? Uh, yeah. It's overrated in, in in any world, right? Any any tech world or, or non tech world, over, ideas get overrated. But your understanding of the problem is actually what is underrated. True. Uh, that's fascinating, uh, Sham, right? Uh, I mean, if, if I were to summarize, I think I think the key point there, what you said is, hey, don't use, you may know, you know, XYZ technology, but don't, you know, use them as your Swiss army knife kind of a tool, right? And don't use that to go and find a problem to solve it. If there is a real problem, look at how yeah. you can exploit those tools, right? I think that's one. I think the other thing that uh, I think you implicitly made a lot of things, uh, reference was, uh, the power of experiments, right? You you were actually kind of experimenting a lot, and you were ready to take on the you 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 made some hypothesis, you tried that, and you experimented, you looked at the results, and then you kind of pivoted or you changed the way that you. Right. Kind of, I think that's another crucial, yeah. uh, 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 more of a mindset, I would say, than than really. Uh, I think that's for a period of time you actually practice that. Right. I, I just want to, Karthik, if you don't mind, right, I want to pick up, I think you said a very important point that I want to kind of elaborate uh, again from, from my experience, right? Uh, again, this is, this is a mistake that I've seen many technologists who become entrepreneurs do, right? Mm. Uh, just because they know the technology, because they're able to imagine the solution in their head, right? Mm. Uh, without even drawing an architecture diagram or boxes in a PowerPoint, they actually know the solution, right? They actually it comes uh, like it's very clear and crystal clear in their mind as to what they what is the solution to this right uh, and then you set off doing that right and the other big mistake uh, that so which basically means that you're already uh, committed to a direction right without even knowing uh, whether the mm -hmm. solution is actually going to work you're already like you know, so the step in one direction means that you're already like uh, narrowing down your 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 chances right uh, that's one mistake that uh, technologists uh, becoming entrepreneurs end up doing right first mistake which is a cardinal mistake right uh, 
uh, is mm. to kind of start writing the first line of code even before validating the problem before getting getting it all cleared in your head in terms of problem right mm. second mistake uh, that we end up uh, doing is to kind of um, uh, think that only when when the entire solution is uh, takes full shape can i ever take take it to the market right so we kind of believe that it has to have the slickest of uis it has to have all the power functionalities that i should have it should yeah. be like uh, everything should be like me seamless integrated we kind of imagine because anything less we don't feel proud of it right mm-hmm. uh, so you yeah. always want to kind of meet that bar that you set for yourself saying hey this is my product has to do all of this and we kind of also um, uh, uh, assume that users will not accept anything that's half baked right yeah. uh, but i think it, it's completely the second biggest mistake that uh, tech entrepreneurs end up doing is to kind of i've seen people like uh, not come out of their uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 garage right the the fictitious garage which is their 1 bhk or 2 bhk or whatever office they don't set outside they don't set anything outside uh, for the for 9 months 10 months 1 year they just building 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 the product right uh, uh, i feel that's that's a completely wrong way to do things uh, in the present world right even more so in the present world because uh, your version of the problem the problem itself is changing every day right in a lot of spheres of life uh, right uh, i think uh, you sreeni you talked about uh, or sorry kartik you talked about an anecdotal example of um, uh, 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 sermon being done on a video call right for right. for a for yeah. thing yeah. right who would have imagined that like a few days back or a few months back right a lot of things are changing right tech has changed right uh, uh, health tech has changed fintech has changed right so anything any everything that we know, know of everything that we know of the syllabus is outdated right the uh, the the thing is outdated right so uh, my biggest biggest uh, feedback and biggest biggest uh, uh, input to a tech entrepreneurs to not get fixated on your version of the solution number two not uh, uh, anything you launch a day later than yesterday is is bad idea right you should have launched yesterday so if you're thinking of something you should have launched yesterday and and just to give you an example my first startup never launched right the mm. technology solution that i had in my mind so clearly i i never launched after 9 months right it was mm. still work in progress right with my second startup the launch happened in 2 days after i got the idea of making it to business right mm. so december 12 2017 i i i decided that this is going to become a business and not just a hack from a hack it is going to kind of become a business and december 14th i had my first transaction money paid by a customer to wow. use the service right oh, so is... right so from 9 months of not creating anything of value to anybody right just because i had a great advice from uh, mr sukumar uh, uh, who i who i still have as an advisor on go floaters uh, just that one conversation changed my entire perspective uh, and i realized my mistake from my first startup the second startup like i said right two days we were live right uh, no website nothing uh, right uh, all of those are like just fancy things to you slap it you can always slap it on later on right Uh, first thing is to just validate your uh, i i mean so, i mean understanding of the problem and your version of solution as quickly as possible when you mentioned mr sukumar i think you are referring to mr sukumar rajagopalan right uh, right right and i had an opportunity to meet him uh, um, once uh, in one of our uh, campus discussion uh, services fascinating to hear from him as well in terms of how right. we approach innovation in cognizant and all of that so very very yeah. nice and, uh, and the other connection that i would i mean again uh, i think uh, i owe owe it to him as to if cofrodas is existing today i i owe it to him uh, for a large piece for is that one advice that i had uh, from him right uh, the other thing 
Srini, I'm connecting this answer to the prior question on pivot, right? Is that mm. uh, the moment you uh, moment you build something, you painstakingly build something, uh, expend a few months in building something, right? Um, that actually becomes a, 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 a mm-hmm. hurdle for you to pivot, right? Because you yeah. kind of hey, um, you you know, you not able to imagine. A, you always think, how do I make this work now, right? So how yeah, do I always the solutions are around that, yeah, actually. Right. So you always look at making that work, right? Uh, you uh, and you sometimes you 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 kind of uh, uh, avoid to recognize that uh, the cheese has moved, right? Uh, yeah. You you don't your mind mind doesn't want to recognize that because you already invested on something, right? So if you if you're not invest on anything, right? If you built if if what you built only takes two days or one week, right? Uh, any technologist would would know that hey, I can rebuild this all over again, right? Uh, in, in in another week or even sh- shorter span because I know now know how to do it, right? So uh, uh, so that's the thing, right? So to to make those smaller experiments, right? Smaller experiments, smaller leap, leap of faith, uh, right? And, and go back to the market, validate it, come back, uh, re-engineer the solution, right? Is when those pivots also happen. Those those you can always like change the course slightly here and there, right? Otherwise, like you're kind of already committed in in a particular direction, and, and it's very difficult to come out of it. Yep, and I think you very clearly brought out with your story the power of validation, right? The problem that you were solving with Go Floaters is something that you already experienced it yourself, right? And when you solved right. that for you, you said your friends joined, right? Because all those are validation points, right? And right. it, it yeah. kind of happened as a part of your own ecosystem. But then, uh, you know, uh, but then for all entrepreneurs, right? Uh, before they build out their solution. Uh, you know your story very clearly states that go out and validate it, and yeah. if there is more than two people trying to buy your idea uh, and a solution, then then you're onto something. Yeah. So uh, I want to tag on to one more thing that you said, Sham, about COVID, right? Having changed, uh, you know, the whole uh, scenario, right? You right. know that a yeah. lot of it has changed a lot of thought process for entrepreneurs too, right? And I think, uh, you know, I've also heard. People, you know, kind of wait it out to see how things pan out before they kind of start on their on their idea, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, and I want to kind of put that question to you to say, right? What do you think, right? What is? Uh, I know you are pivoting. You just said you are pivoting yeah. uh, now, right? And again, uh, so what is the future like for a aspiring entrepreneur who is coming out of COVID? Hopefully, coming out of COVID in you know in the next few months, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I think uh, I mean uh, uh, I, I personally because I'm I'm now already committed to being an entrepreneur. Uh, I would say like there's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur than now, right? Um, because uh, a lot of a lot of the things that were true before have changed, right? And which which is kind of uh, and we were, we as a human kind were not prepared for this kind of a new uh, way of living and way of working, right? Uh, so it's opened up doors for n number of opportunities that. That couldn't have been an opportunity yesterday, right? Uh, so, uh, so I know of a friend who actually has built uh, the e-pass. Tamil Nadu e-pass system was built by him and his team, right? I mean, mm. who would have thought about e-pass as a solution, like, I mean, before, right? So, uh, 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 and a lot of lot of now companies are doing innovative ways of uh, helping uh, with education, right? With with the uh, uh, with the uh, financial. Uh, uh, because everybody's hit with finance, so there are a lot. Every 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 field that we know of is kind of uh, is kind of the field itself is pivoting now, right? Mm-hmm. It's not your idea solution. The field itself is pivoting into a newer uh, version of that uh, field, right? And uh, kind of everything has changed. And the great thing about strain is like it is not just your your zone or your geography. The entire world is kind of uh, changing. Mm-hmm. 
with one step, right? It's everybody synchronously changing to a newer uh, version of their own uh, world, right? So, so there is opportunity in abundance, right? So, like yeah. uh, kind of any field that you pick up, there's opportunity in abundance for doing uh, things digital. Right, every company that would wouldn't have imagined going digital is going digital, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know of like my uh, chartered accountant or auditor is extremely busy because uh, a lot of the customers who are who are on paper now are digitizing to a cloud-based uh, 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 billing and accounting software, right? They, I mean, small businesses are doing that, right? So, so technology adoption is going through the roof, right? Every business is adopting technology. I mean, your customer base is no longer defined to a geography now suddenly, right? Yeah. Exactly, right. So you you can imagine for a global solution uh, now for uh, certain types of problems. A global solution can be imagined from your own uh, desk at your home, right? So mm. that's that. So from an opportunity standpoint, it is like opened up like anything. And and we ourselves are actually one. We are pivoting uh, on our ex- existing business from a B two C to a B two B kind of a player. Uh, at the same time, we are also you're also building, uh, it's too early to spill the beans on it, but you're also building uh, another digital uh, product, pure 100% digital product uh, for a completely new problem uh, that we have kind of unearthed uh, from our interactions with uh, our customer base, right? Uh, and this is another thing, right? Being always in touch, the, they say, right, you'll have to have a year on the ground, right? Uh, so that having that year on the ground is very essential now because Again, everybody's perception is changing every day, right? So you, mm-hmm. until you are I mean, not glued into that, you, your your version of the solution could be outdated, right? So one, I would say opportunity is abundant, but I'll also say that uh, don't jump in with the view that I'm, hey, you will jump in like one month you raise investments or you kind of financially uh, you kind of uh, yeah. get somebody to invest and do it, right? So uh, jump in. There's like great opportunities. Jump in uh, now. If one number one you are passionate about, passionate about solving a problem, right? Not the technology that you want to use the pro- to solve the problem, uh, uh, right? It is, it is beneficial if you already uh, have lived through that problem in your own company or in your sphere of life, right? And it, it helps if you are you are the first customer of the solution that you are imagining, right? Like you just said earlier, uh, but mm-hmm. don't jump in with the fact that uh, you kind of you'll raise money because investment climate is not the best at this point in time for obvious reasons, right? So don't jump in with that uh, perspective that you will raise money and you'll kind of be off to the uh, charts uh, in, in quick time. Uh, but opportunity-wise, I, I don't think there's any better time than now, right? If you're a smart thinker, if you're on the foot thinker and you want to really do solve a, 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 a brand new problem that the world is facing, I think now is a better time than ever. And also to add to your point, it's not just the geographies, right? The demographics also... Uh, you know, is changing, right? In the sense, the adoption of people who we thought would never adopt digital, they suddenly have to, are kind of forced to, and they are kind of, you know, adapting. Uh... Yeah, I mean, across the board, right? I mean, take uh, retail, take e-commerce, like everything is cha- everything is changing uh, as we speak, right? Uh, so yeah, I think from an opportunity standpoint, I think this 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 huge huge opportunity. If if you have been an SME of a business domain, uh, right? You while you've been technologist, if you know a business domain really well. Uh, right, uh, and if you are seeing, if you observe the changes that's happening to the business domain as we speak in the post-pandemic world, uh, it's it's a great opportunity to jump in and to solve that uh, with a new view. And uh, uh, the other great thing is that now the your customer base is, like you said, Srini, is is a lot more experimentative also, right? Yep. So they are also looking for uh, newer solutions, uh, right? They're not like usually like com- uh, certain people will not buy anything that is not coming from the stables of a big company right startups oh startup technology i don't want to try right 
but uh, now that has changed, right? Every uh, companies big and small are purchasing. I mean, government our government itself is pledging to take uh, I mean solutions from startups, right? So so that's changed, right? I mean, uh, a lot of inhibitions, uh, roadblocks that there have been have kind of been taken away. Yeah, I think um, I think that's that's an awesome uh, uh, point there, uh, Sham. Right, in terms of you know, what he's saying is, hey, don't just be on the fence. Now is the right time to take the plunge, right? And and um, almost inspiring uh, me to also you know, move out of this comfort zone and see what we can do, right, with with, uh, with, with the ideas that we have. So, you know, it, it was fascinating. Um, a lot of takeaways for me. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Sham, as always. Uh, thanks for uh, spending time with us today. Uh, sure. So, yeah, I loved it. Thank you for those questions. One side of uh, my learning that I've not been able to pass on to anybody. Uh, so a, a great opportunity for me to kind of share. And again, uh, two months down the line, you asked me the same questions. I might have a different version of the answer, <laughs> but that's that's the nature of it, right? So, uh, but I'm happy that I could share something that's uh, probably uh, at, at some percentage level, one percent, two percent useful to somebody else. So I'm happy that I'm like do that through you guys. Yeah. Definitely, this will be useful and inspiring. Yeah, I mean, it was great connecting to you. Really looking forward to see uh, floaters scaling new heights and break all the barriers that we have. So, thank you. Thanks again for your time. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys.